Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the Timcast IRL podcast exclusively at Timcast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at Timcast.com. Now, enjoy the show. So uh, a story came out from NBC, uh-huh. and it says, sex between men, not skin contact, is fueling monkeypox, suggesting that is quite literally the seminal fluid of men resulting in the infections, which is why, according to several studies, the pustules are on the face and the anus and the genitals of men. Because in order for you to get monkeypox, you need an abrasion or a lesion of some sort. For, to, to, for the most part, like in almost all circumstances. Well, Lydia <laughs> was suspended. Yes. What did, you, what did you say and why did they suspend you? Okay, so I made a somewhat inflammatory statement where I said that it was an STD, which they took issues with, I'm assuming. I still don't know exactly what I said wrong. They said it was hateful or something. All I did was say no one's asking the question, even on the right why are why are kids contracting this? And it's up to nine now, for the record. It's up to nine children across the U.S. who have gotten this. I want to know why. And that was my only question. And Twitter suspended me for that. Did you know it was an like? How did you get? I well, mean, obviously, I, there's some there's some indications it might have been an STD. But what right. kind of turned you on to that? So I I was concluding that it because call me crazy, but because it was appearing in gay men who had attended massive orgies. I was like, I assumed during Pride Month, I was like, this looks like an STD. Call me so, crazy. So the official narrative was that it's just skin-to-skin contact right. that causes it. And because orgies are heavy skin-to-skin <gasps> contact, you're likely to get it. But the new study is saying, actually, it's the semen. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they did so, it fast because this is with the HIV scandal. Uh, they thought it was like if you drank out of the same cup as somebody, you could get it. Yeah, the CDC for a while was like, it's any close contact, so like kissing or any kind of like... Anything that's considered intimate close contact, but I think they are really trying to dodge a bullet on seeming homophobic in some ways. They don't want to come out and say, like, it is fluid, it is sexually active people, you're not going to get this by just sitting too close to someone who has it. Uh, and I-, I think you're totally right. I mean, it is worth getting the ding on Twitter because this is a real question. Why are children contracting monkeypox? Yeah. Especially when, even when the CDC was like, oh, it's skin to skin contact, but they were saying intimate skin to skin contact. Like, why would you? That doesn't seem right at all. Let us, Return. with this new knowledge, yes. reassess the <laughs> yeah. dog that God. got I knew this was coming. Its and its stomach. Have you heard of this mouth. story before? No, this is real, right? I assume. Yes. That's a, yeah, There's that's, pictures of it. Is that the actual dog? Uh, no. It's no. a great, he's a, he's a greyhound. Do you want me to pull the pictures? No. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I've already seen them. So oh, it's up no. to you, Mike. It's for out of hospitality. We'll show oh, you these strange God. pictures of lesions. Ooh. No. You scrolled past them automatically. I you scrolled like you past the it. human asses. <laughs> Look at that yeah. dog anus. I don't really so. want to see the dog anus with the postules on it either, yeah. but, you know. I didn't want this. 
There's there's actually other photos, but this is the dog's tail being lifted in the anus with a monkeypox pustule on it. The theory was the dog was licked. It was on their skin. They laid in the bed. It got on the sheets. The dog rolled around on it, licked it, licked itself, got the monkeypox. I think they fucked that dog. (sighs) But it got it on its stomach, too. So were they jizzing on its stomach? I don't know. What do you mean? Who jizzes on a dog's stomach? Who fucks a dog? Yeah. dog oh what the God. fuck? Touché. What the fuck is happening? What? Shane, there's like some big YouTuber who had some story about like molesting his cat and coming on his stomach. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Shane Dawson, maybe? Ew. I can't remember his name. But he was like a big YouTube guy. And like this was a story that like he told on his podcast and then just like moved on with his life. It was uh, Shane Dawson. I saw that clip. See? Oh, wow. man. Did that make him more Thank popular? Thank you for covering I don't know if it was what you said it was, but it was Shane was talking about that thing. And he was like, uh, did I say too much? What? Yeah, he so. was telling the story about like yeah, being involved with his cat, which I think I is think, considered rape. I think I figured out why Elon Musk is now trying to go to Mars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. I, I get it. I don't. I don't want to uh-huh. be here either. <laughs> this is the worst. Well, because like if you get banned for pointing out that, uh, uh, so the breaking news last night was that a ninth child yes, nine has contracted nine children have contracted monkeypox. Right. Let me pull up George Alexopoulos because he's he's got uh, G Prime eighty five. He can help help us understand everything that's going on. That's right. Where is the... Uh, he got banned for it. Oh, did he? Uh, oh, actually... Went over? Oh, no, no, I think... Instagram? No, there it is. There yeah, it is. There he go. reposted it. That's great. This is a good one. Uh, we should do this, right? So it's... Uh, yes. I guess he got banned for it. He reposted it. It's a guy saying, hey, what's up, my groomer? And the guy <laughs> says, hold on, comrade. It's problematic to use hard R words like that. Oh, sorry. And who's the handsome young man? My stepson. Don't mind his little frown. He caught monkeypox somehow. Somehow. Holy Ooh, gross. Oh, no. So dark. I, so, not, so dark. I, I think it's sexually transmitted through the semen, but also potentially from skin-to-skin contact. Because if you scratch one of those lesions and you get that bacteria on your on your finger and then you scratch another piece of skin, I would imagine that putrefactive bacteria would start to like putrefy the skin. It then has to be transmitted to a person who has a lesion as well. So what the NBC article is saying, what what the experts are saying is it is extremely more likely it is from bodily fluids than it is from skin to skin contact and that it's reversed to claim skin to skin contact is causing it when it's actually gay orgies. Jizz to butt contact. This is crazy. Again, why are children contracting monkeypox? Isn't this in Revelation? Have you read Revelation? Uh, The one we keep quoting? Uh-huh. They use the word monkeypox. No, 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 no. just oh, like monkeys. some. It, it said something with like a disease or pestilence would affect oh, those yeah. who yes, are like. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, they talk. This a is lot, gross. Yeah, they talk a lot about <laughs> <laughs> understatement. They, they talk a lot about pestilence, but I was always given to understand that that was like in the book of Leviticus, where the um, locusts came down and assaulted the Egyptians. But there was also a plague that was specifically enumerated in you know the the story of the the plagues and the Egyptians. So I'm not sure. Maybe that's what Revelation's talking about. That's it. Uh, it's the end of the world. Uh, 1823. How do I pull up Revelation 18? 18. 1823 is the one that people told us to read. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. So apparently it was uh, originally originally they said sorcery and sorcery was translated from pharmakeia. Right. Which is drugs were considered a form of magic. Yeah. Pharmacy. Yeah. So it's just people pointing out all this crazy ass shit. Is it the end of the world? Kurtzkasaget. Do you guys know Kurtzkasaget? Uh-uh. YouTube channel. They put out a video the other day uh, called Is Civilization About to End? It doesn't mean it is. 
But if this big YouTube channel with 20 million subscribers has decided now is the time to put out a video about the end of civilization, it's not because it's it's because it's in the air. It's because they know their audience is asking about it. It's because they know regular people are feeling it. And so they decided to address the issue. So and this is a big channel. They got four million views, you know, overnight. Is civilization about to end? I don't think. In that, I don't think that's actually phrased right. No. So the answer is no. I think that I had a friend that used to be like, yo, civilization is destroying the world. And I'm like, well, it's the type of civilization because civilization can become, we can change. And then now we, you know, get our electricity from trees and it's still a civilization. It's a different one. This civilization might be coming to an end. Yeah. World economic order. There's this global, this American led, you know, militant militocracy or whatever. We've got. Hundreds of I think, military bases. Yeah, you're right. Earth. Like in some ways, this chapter of modern civilization, or like what we have, what we have constructed, may be on decline. But as we have seen throughout history, once one civilization falls from prominence, another one rises up. So, you know, obviously, I would never root for the end of the country or anything like that. But I do think that our modern way of life and the modern civilization is not sustainable. I mean, Tim says this all the time. Like, if you have an ideology that promotes sterilizing your young, essentially, then how are you going to carry on? Alex Jones was right. That's an understatement. Remember, in, remember, in, remember in when he... Yes, when he was like, turn the frogs gay! No, he was That wrong. was the one? Psychology. That was the one he was wrong on. No, 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 no. Aphrodites, See, they were. The essence of what he was saying was correct. There is a, st- a report from 2019 from Psychology Today about endocrine endocrine disruptors that are getting in our water supply. And a PhD researcher writes an article about how the endocrine system is very, very fragile. And there are, um, you know, biphenols or whatever in plastic that are hormone disruptors. And what's happening to people is that when you're, when you're eating some of the chemicals, so we, we buy glass bottles here. So all the water that we do is is filtered and then put into a glass bottle because we don't want... We do have bottled water because most people don't care. You know, like Lydia's drinking it. But if the plastic is feminizing, <laughs> then it's probably a good thing for the women and a bad thing for the men. Right. But uh, yeah, so I might be able to pull up that report in a second. There was a study, I think, and I wish I could cite it better. I believe it was done by Swedish researchers that it studied mice populations. And it found that basically at the collapse of rodent civilizations... Uh, homosexuality, but among mice became prevalent. I mean, there is all kinds of stuff to say that species stop, uh, naturally reproducing when societies are on a decline and we're seeing that promoted openly. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Maybe, but we also have this. Gender fluidity and hormone disruptors. And he goes on to mention, what does he say? Uh, polluted ponds could turn male frogs into females. Hey! They Alex are. Jones was talking about you that. You cite right. the right person here. Yeah. <laughs> Another candidate is pharmaceuticals. The phenomenon emerged in connection with the contraceptive drug diethylstilbestrol. I got it. Mothers who were unaware of their pregnancy continued to take the drug. It was found to have masculinizing effects on the brains of female fetuses. Huh. 
The limited evidence available indicated that when they matured, such females were less interested in caring for children and more interested in female romantic oh, partners. Recent evidence indicates that phthalates from plastic and polychlorinated biphenyls, PCBs, are one of many factors predicting gender dysphoria, particularly in case of male-to-female transgenders. Can you imagine if that medication just had, like, a side effect warning, may produce lesbianism in children? <laughs> like, it's crazy. May make your boy want to cut off his balls? But then, if you're modern society, do you say, like, well, that's not a bad thing. That's just who they're meant to be. I think the answer is simple. The answer to all of this. Homesteading. Getting the fuck away from Going cities. to Mars. Whatever. Yeah. Or, Going yeah. to Mars. It's a big part of it. Yeah. Are, are you a religious man, Michael? Yeah, I'm a Christian, non-denominational. Do you think Christian. that when we talk about like revelations, for instance, that it's uh, actually happening or maybe a self-fulfilling prophecy? I mean, what do you? What are you definitely doing? self-fulfilling. But I, I also I, I always look at these things from a worldly perspective because we live in a world on planet Earth, and it's crazy because a lot of the people that we call radical in their ideology are actually conservative in their base, and completely would look at this and go, what are you guys talking about? Like all of Islam, all of Hinduism, like all of these religions that we found radical extremists in, look at this and go, what do you mean? You're taking the chemicals, you're you're castrating uh, little boys. Like what what the hell are you guys doing? And they're just living their life. And you talked about like the, um, you know, the, the civilizations and the scales. Maybe we're a first world country that just goes back to being a normal third world country because I've been to yeah. Africa and they're super happy. I've been to the Middle East and they're super happy at the core of who they are. This, this is what's really funny. I see these leftists. They're ragging on conservatives who, who want national divorce or whatever. And they're like, blue states comprise 70% of the GDP. These people would be broke and poor. And I'm just like, that's how you know they've never been to the country. Mm-hmm. They've never gone to a mobile you know, mobile home with a chicken coop and talk to people there who are like, life's good. Mm-hmm. Like they just don't understand that the wealth they're talking about for them is an addiction for people who live in the middle of nowhere. They're sitting on their porch in a rocking chair with some straw in their mouth, looking at the mountain with a smile on their face. Good point. Do you think we could not be the uh, global police force? We being the American government and the liberal economic order, but like that we could liberal not, international liberal, economy. You really want it. <laughs> the liberal international yeah. economy, the LIE. If it was not the predominant world order right now, do you think that we could live in peace without constant fear of being bombed by like stratospheric bomber planes or anything? No, I think it's already built in the business plan. I think that's part of the government's MO. Like, uh, you know, having access and placement across the world is a national strategy for security. Um, having access and placement in all these places throughout Africa, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, every single country has that access and placement. So I think one of the problems are we're focused on national security from a large perspective. China's worried about their economics. So you go to Africa and the Chinese are like fraggle rocks all over that place mining, constructing, building, while we're sitting there worried about the next counterterrorism threat coming from that country, not building, not building self-reliance. The problems that we're having today have a lot to do with outsourcing everything to the world and then not making ourselves self-reliant. I mean, we just gave 40 billion more to Ukraine, which is a proxy war against Russia. And we are in a very serious domestic uh, issue uh, in our economy. Why would we do that? Well, it's because we're not thinking about our interest. 
the the American people's interest versus the world global interest. Do you think that the fall of the liberal economic order is imminent? It's imminent. Yeah. Um, what would be so? You think industrialization is like? Uh, I, don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't want to be like that, Kathy. That woman is. So what you're saying is, but <laughs> you mentioned industrial, like yeah. creating things. Do you think that industrialization is like a method of of national security? It, it, it completely is. I mean, if you look at the military industrial complex, it, it's it surges capital that we use to surge innovation, and that's the excuse. It's like, oh yeah, but we want to get jobs and we want to get innovation and technology, while the rest of the world just kind of does it. We use it as a, as a, a means of entry. And so I, I think the problem is that business model is not, like she said, it's not sustainable and eventually it will fall off the map. I mean, and there's countries that have been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of year, years. And there's a reason for that endurance. We don't have the endurance, I don't think. And, and all the things that people like in this YouTube video, uh, feel that's a real thing. I mean, that's, that's real. Like, but a lot of it's fed to the phone. My, my thinking is just like the guy sitting on the porch and Tim's analogy of, you know, staring at the mountain. If all your problems go away when you put down your cell phone, well, then that may be a solution for you. Mm-hmm. But when you put down your cell phone and all of those worries go away, what's left? And if you don't have no stability, no security, then you have no future. And so I, I think there's a combination of doing that, putting the cell phone down. But also thinking about your future, getting more involved in legislation and potentially politics, leading by example in your community, the list goes on. Do you find that people uh, put off becoming self-reliant because they're just generally dissatisfied with their life? Like there's a when you are self-reliant and you're thinking forward thinking you're thinking about the future, it's normally because like there are things that you want and you're striving for. Whereas apathy among young Americans, oh, the world's going to. It's, it's too expensive. It's too whatever. I can't do this. Like there is a, a, an emotional and mental roadblock among a lot of people telling them like, well, nothing really matters anyways. Do you think that is something? People yeah. Part, part of it is the lack of purpose, right? We're, we're a purpose driven species. Mm-hmm. We want to drive. We want to have missions, objectives. But when you take that, when the wokeness takes down and breaks down the family unit, for example, yeah. Marxists say that the family unit is disruptive to, to the, to the master plan. That's a problem because now you're saying, like, like my, my, my three-year-old son, my three-year-old son is a train wreck because he's a little boy. He likes to get near everything. He smashes everything. My, my daughter, who's a, his twin is, is completely different. If I tell my son and get off your butt, and I give him directions. My, I have a nanny from Colombia, an au pair. I did that on purpose because I want my, my kids to speak Spanish. I also want them to speak Korean, which they will. But when I, when I bring her in the room and she hears me yell at my son, and I'm not yelling, I'm just stern, my tone is elevated, she goes, oh, and it feels wrong. But is it wrong? Because what I just did to him is I gave him structure. Now he gets off his butt and he goes, oh, that's what I need to do to do the right. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving him guidance. We are in fear of that because we think everybody needs this singular view of life. And so we say, oh, let your son figure it out, navigate in the bubble. Like, let him navigate his own path. He's three. He'll navigate my path because I'm his father. So that kind of thing is very scary for a lot of people. And I think you're completely right on. I think it's the lack of purpose in society, which is why... I, if you tell me I don't have to think about anything, I don't have to do anything outside of pick up my phone, go to work like a robot, that is going to be a lot uh, more comfortable for most people. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, 
to your point about parenting, like a lot of people are afraid that their kids' memory of them will be that one time they spoke sternly and mm. it's upsetting. Or I hear a lot like I I want to be my kid's friend. Do you actually want to be your kid's friend, or do you want to be a source of constant support and guidance? Like you want to be their parent for a reason. A parent isn't bad, but there's a fear of authority and being not cool and not being relatable. And you know, I, I think that people don't embrace that role, and therefore they parent purposelessly. Purposelessly, yeah. I can't yeah, say we're it. scared of roles in that way. Like my mother was a tiger mom. You know, tiger mom's a real thing. She was an authoritarian. She was very disciplined. My dad was the pussy. He was like, oh, son. You know, my dad faked a spanking once. Like he hit, wow. the, he hit the desk next to me to, to make his mom, my grandma, think that he was disciplining me. He's like, don't tell anything. Get some tears in your eyes. Mm-hmm. We walked out. And I'm like, man, my dad's so cool. But <laughs> if it wasn't for my tiger mom instilling that discipline, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need to get back to. I, I, the whole breakdown of all this, to me, relates back to the most significant variable, which is the breakdown of the family unit. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't mean family unit and specifically a man and a woman, how I was raised. I just mean a relationship that's stable, yeah. loving, empathetic, but also driven. Whatever that is to you. It's like a structure of people structure, who want yeah. your best interest and they don't want you to become complacent. They want you to strive for everything that you could have in life. 100%. I mean, we've outsourced education. Mm-hmm. Like Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The idea for me that I would put my kids in somebody else's hands Hell no. Because of all the woke politics, because all the drama, because the teachers want to use it as a political platform, you are not teaching my kids. Here's an idea. I'll teach my kids myself. And you know what? They'll be ahead of everybody. Well, no, you're making them socially awkward. We'll see how that works out in the end. We'll see who's set up for success and who's set up for failure. I know a woman who runs um, a local coffee company here in West Virginia, and she says that the best staff that she has are homeschooled kids because they're taught to communicate with adults. They're expected to behave in a certain way. They're not shunted off like go play with the other kids. Don't talk to the teachers. Don't, you know, they're encouraged to interact with a multitude of people across professional and age groups. The the education system is like the military. They cater to the lowest common denominator. Mm -hmm. So if your kid is the lowest common denominator, the bottom of the barrel, and you accept that reality, then throw them to the wolves. But if you think you want to set up your kids for success, don't be afraid at looking at potential options, including homeschooling your kids. Mm -hmm. It it can be actually very fulfilling, and, and, and it could be, kind of easy. I mean, yeah. there's groups in Utah where I live, uh, thanks to the, the Mormon or the LDS population there, 
they have this stuff down. I mean, they have preparedness manuals because they think about this stuff. They were oppressed. I mean, I, I love uh, Utah and that, and that reason. Well, and I would assume, too, with the LA's community, like, they uh, – one of the LA's tenants is it's, like, having a big family. It's important. And you get sealed in the LA's church with your family forever. Like, the idea that your legacy lives on through your ki- kids and you are a community that is building in and of itself is – part of their culture and i assume it must be really uh intense within the state whereas like other places it's you know put off having children don't know your neighbors don't really interact you should leave home and be away from your parents it's much more isolating yeah we're we're the only country who rolls that way mm-hmm. i mean if you go to afghanistan pakistan libya all these places that i've been the idea of even separating your child from you and putting them into a room by themselves is very unnatural Kids grow up in the home with their parents and they interact and there's no expectation like you're 18, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like th- there's not even that concept. It, it actually in the LDS as well, uh, the, the kids stay, they go on mission, mm-hmm. which is two years of, of a worldly or outside perspective and then they come back. And, and that idea again is structure and that's scary for a lot of people, but we're dealing with high rates of suicide, mental health issues, active shootings, which are symptoms of mental health issues, more than we've ever seen in the history of our country. Mm-hmm. Do you, you mentioned earlier the uh, military applies to the lowest common denominator. Do you, has it always been like that? It's always been like that because the, the unfortunately, um, the lowest aptitude population of our country has fought and, and took on the, the hardest, um, laboring of war for this country. Mm-hmm. And it's common, right? It's, it, and not to say that if you serve in the military, which I have, that you're not intelligent. But what we do is we say, who's going to fight the wars? What's the aptitude of the people that we want in the infantry, for example? It's not very high. I mean, I went to infantry basic training as a 17 year old and was babysitting seven, 20, uh, five plus year old adults, grown males. And so that, you know, again, it's a pull of the population, but who's literally, you know, who who's shouldering the brunt of all of that? Usually lower economically, you know, pover- impoverished people. But now nobody wants to join. No, but nobody wants to join. Yeah. What is, the, is this because of the wokeness? It's because literally it is because of the wokeness because I get it all the time. People are like, Mike, is this the time to join? I'm like, listen, I, I served under Obama. He was good for. CIA operations and special operations because a lot of it he he didn't have to take credit he, he he could take credit for it when it was appropriate but he could just say oh I didn't you know that that's not us because covert covert action so I'm like don't leave politics out of it just serve and we're getting into a situation now I just talked to the tomb guards today they told me they're short they're short staffed because the record of retention is at a record low. So there's a people leaving, quickly departing the military, and there's nobody signing up for the military. It's bad, but in some ways good. Like it's it's good. Like people are standing up and saying, "I'm not going to be party to this to this stuff." But it's bad because it's it's the erosion of our armed forces of our of our country. Yeah, it's it's scary. I met a guy. Um, he was uh, I don't, I don't know if he was a captain or something, and he said his dream was to retire mm-hmm. while you know he was going to serve until he had no choice but to leave. And now he's like thirty something, and he's like, "I resigned." Resigned his commission, doesn't want to be involved anymore. He was like, the things they were telling us, the things they were demanding of us, it was insane, woke bullshit. And I said, fuck off. So I, 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 I haven't said this, uh, uh, only on small segments and stuff, but, um, 
I, I separated from active service in 2013. When Benghazi happened uh, in Libya, I was in a special operations compound at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, monitoring the whole situation. I was actually supposed to do a key leader engagement video conference with the ambassador and the team lead of the special operations unit on the ground in Libya that day on September 11th. We know it happened. Benghazi happened. And ambassador Stevens, an analyst, and two global response staff officers were killed. I went to Libya in October, the next, the following month. We had, and I said we, but there were two members of U.S. Army Special Operations Command that were with me. I had a special operations unit that included three of us, me and two of my guys. And we had enough information that corroborated a man named Abu Qatala for the attacks on the embassy, on the annex in Benghazi. We presented it to the ambassador, who was now the charge, Alexander Pope was his name. And we said, hey, charge, here's the target packet. We can kill this guy right now. We can kill or capture him in a unilateral operation. We could do a bilateral operation with a counterterrorism Libyan force, which I ran that program. Uh, it was a con- congressionally mandated program before 9-11 to stand up a Libyan counterterrorism force to counter al-Qaeda in northern Africa. and Or we could do a kinetic strike. He said, the political climate won't allow us to do any of that, so we're not going to do it. I saw the email chain before, between the Secretary of State, then Hillary Clinton, and everybody else involved, even Brennan, where they said, we are not going to do any of this. And um, that was frustrating for me and my guys. When when that happened, we were like obviously butthurt as guys who do this for a living, who protect Americans and then kill bad guys. Algeria... A uh, oil refiner in Algeria was taken hostage, and there were three Texans, three Americans there. And we said, hey, we're going to conduct an operation, and here's the operation. Let's do this. They said, denied. We're not going to do it. Like, y- you're not going to do it. The Brits, the British SAS, bypasses said, we're going to do it then. They wow. went to do it. Algeria did a botched hostage rescue. They wound up killing some of the Americans. Wow. They did a gun run on innocent civilians. And I can't, I flipped a table on a lieutenant colonel. Um, lost my military bearing, which is the first time, as a senior master sergeant in special operations. When I came back, I immediately left the military. I dropped my paperwork, and they're like, did Mike get a DUI? Did he get Did he get in trouble? Like, what happened? He's like, no, he's getting out. And I went to the reserve component, and then I started working for the Global Response Staff Office of the CIA because I was like, that might be the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm done. I was blacked out on Fox News as a Benghazi whistleblower telling this story wow. right after this this happened. Uh, a three-part series with Brett Bear, and then six months later I did it without the, the shadow, without the cover. I was on active duty at the time. Wow. wow. Political expedience yeah. overriding military command is troubling to me because the same thing with the surrender in Afghanistan. It felt like they were trying to do it was politically savvy. The only reason I would think a government would do that is because they're either so confident that they cannot lose no matter what, or they're in cahoots with somebody else. Like, is there a global force that is controlling the American political structure and military right now? I, I, I would look. There's a whole. I don't. I don't buy into a lot of conspiracy. I deal. I buy into a lot of corruption because people are corrupt and people are stupid. I mean, I work for the government. Like this idea that there's a deep seated uh, conspiracy within the, the the ranks of politicians. It's funny to me because I've seen how politicians operate. They can't plan a retirement party, let alone some, you know, con- construct a plan, X plan to do something deeply seated in a dark state. Like very difficult to do. There, there are idiots in the government, right? 
part of it's political, but also part of it is based on their uh, allegiances where the corruption is. So when you take China, for example, and how deeply seated we are in China, what happened when we pulled out, out of Afghanistan? China, North Korea, and every major player came to the Taliban and started working mining and resourcing deals. When I was there in 05, and then back at, and again in Afghanistan in 2010, we knew the Chinese were mining in the Hindu Kush, pulling uranium and all the other precious minerals out of the ground. And I'm like, what? Like, they're there doing that? And the Taliban's not messing with them? No. They had agreed, they were in cahoots and they were financially providing support to the Taliban who was killing Americans on the battlefield. And then we pulled the plug and gave them all the resources to China. That seems suspect to me. If I was in cahoots with the Chinese government and wanted to make this problem go away, but also support by proxy the people that I align myself with, I would do that. And if you look into every, even the, even the land, the agriculture in America, um, we, we are completely, um, have given everything to the Chinese. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm not into conspiracies either, man, but that would be a good plot for a movie is that the president's like, we're giving Afghanistan to the Chinese so that they don't take Taiwan. Yeah. Why, why not? I mean, no. you, the uranium. Look, when I was in Africa, in Niger, Africa, right before Boko Haram attacked, I, I walked around and was like, there are more Chinese people here than Africans mm-hmm. from Niger. What is going on? And I went to the hotel and I said, I said, what's that hotel? It's a really nice hotel. And they said, oh, that the Chinese are building that. Like, why are they building all this infrastructure? Because they have a trade with the Africans and mining everything that's here yeah. for, for decades, by the way. So I'm like, oh, so all the resources are here. They're getting mining to their country, feeding the machine. And then, by the way, they did a deal with that country, which pushed the Americans out, which they literally did in some ways. It's modern colonization. It is. China has so many people that seeking opportunity, many of them go off to other countries. And then you end up with, like in Australia, they started hoarding all the protective gear when COVID started and sending it back to China. Mm-hmm. So people don't realize this. They think it's just like, it's just, you know, immigrants moving in. It's like, but it's literally colonization. It is. And, and by the way, all of those government workers and all the contractors and managers all work through the, the Chinese government. None yeah. of that's free enterprise. They're doing that to support the Chinese government. So that is colonization. And, it, and it's on a massive scale. And they're playing the long game. While we've been fighting the global war on terror, they were building out their this economic plan to take over the world. If China and Russia right now said together, we're going to invade America because they're at their weakest and we're going to take over their country, they would be successful. 
And you know what they would do? Russia said there will uh, Russian pundits said there will be a civil war in the U.S. The only question is, who do we support with weapons? What they would do is they would sow discontent or wait until the election and then they would invade. But they would do it under the pretext of helping preserve American democracy. Crazy. You're right. Of whichever Mm -hmm. side it would be. So they'd say to the Democrats, we are actually here to help you because Donald Trump's a madman. Let us assist you in this war. But I think it's more likely is they would fund the MAGA side mm. for a couple of reasons. Donald Trump wants America first. So that kind of a lets China go off and do their thing. Let's Russia do their thing. There's not war. Most people, I think, in the country pre- would prefer like a non-intervention kind of international policy. But it's also because it's the establishment, Democrats, Uniparty who want, you know, presence in the Middle East, want want to expand. And it would be more destabilizing to give institutional power to Trump supporters and populists as opposed to the already institutional powers of the United States. So you'll get some some crises, January 6th style incidents. I think what will end up happening is you get two guys on a highway and they can shut down trade on a major road because all the trucks I got to go through and they could take two guys. And then what are they going to do to deploy somebody? Good luck. Two guys. Look, look at what happened with the with the Bundys. Something bigger is like that is going to happen. There's going to be some small jurisdiction that says we're we're no longer allowing the feds to come in, maybe a state thing. And then you're going to see Russia or China be like, we agree with you on all this stuff. What do you need? And they're going to say, if we get these weapons, we can actually fight back and save this country. Then you'll get someone going, but it's but it's China and Russia. They hate us. They're doing this to hurt America. And it's, and then they're going to say, yeah, but if we don't take it, then the communists in the Democratic Party are going to take over. So we have no choice. There's no way out. Interesting. That's a proxy play, and it's what we do. It's our MO. Right. The world. It's crazy. Right on, man. It's scary. It's been a blast, dude. Thanks for hanging out. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. What you guys is doing is very important, and I appreciate you thinking about me and then having me on. It was awesome. Thanks for coming. For everybody who's a member, thanks for making it happen, and we'll see you all next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.